Hello there. Welcome to the World Cafe Podcast. This podcast has been designed with created content that centers on the power of words. Can we really do anything without speaking? Can we really do anything without the agency of words? Yes, that is what this podcast is all about. And I am your host, Amakri Isui, your neighborhood work trader. I believe in the power of words. For it is the unit of creation I trade in words to profit my world. Hello there. <laughs> How are you doing, beautiful? All right, let me welcome you the way I usually do on the show. Good morning. Good afternoon good evening good everything how are you all doing so beautiful has it been with you i can imagine yep 2023 came with a lot of challenges you know we've been grappling with one change into the other and all of that but it has been an amazing year yep beautiful I'm okay, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, like I always tell you each time I come into the studio, knowing that you are there on the other side listening gives me so much joy. And I feel like just going on and on and on and on and on. So what are we going to be doing today? Well, what I'm about to share with you or put across to you today has been with me for a while. How best do I describe it? What do I call it? Looking for that nation called Nigeria. I'm a Nigerian to my very core, to my very being, to my very foundation. And I I love my nation. I love my country, our resilience and all that. But of late, a lot of questions have popped up. Yes, 2023, we had... Our general elections, I mean, just within the month of February into March, and a lot, a lot came up. But before I go into sharing my thoughts, my thoughts with you today, I'd like to read a poem, one that was written by my friend and brother. I respect him so much when it comes to the space, yes, the space of the creatives. His name is Dike Chukumeri J. He's, he's been on this uh, show a couple of times. He's one person who believes so much in Nigeria, you know, and uh, I love his passion about the country. But I'm going to read this piece he wrote, The World and the Bridge. That's the title of the, the, this piece. So listen and After that, we're going to pick up the discussion from there. I'm going to share one or two things with you. If a white man turned and called me nigger, my blood will boil in righteous anger, for the evil of discrimination is clearly established. When a white man tries to treat me like rubbish, but if Hausa says, Igbos are greedy and crude, and the Igbos say, Houses are haughty and rude. And the Ijo 
says the Ishekiri must die today. And Ezra tells Zillow, there is no other way. If Yorubas declare it is our or nothing, and we use federal character to share everything, so before you can even smile and tell me welcome, you must first ask me where my father is from. If those who were settlers, but now indigents, says those who are settlers can't become indigents. And the constitution says we are all citizens. Local government keep issuing certificates of origin. If my brother pass jam but can't go to uni because he's thief and he's not Kanuri. And uni made a quota for his catchment area. So he must go back to Benue or wait one more year. If it's okay to say it's not okay to marry someone just because they are Calabari and that every tribe should have its own side, are we not then practicing apartheid? If we cannot buy land unless you are a native and cannot find work unless you are native and cannot feel safe unless you are a native, how can we then say we are not primitive? Yet you go to London and get your passport then settle wherever, however you want. You stand there and fight for equality, but come back and start to use ethnicity. I don't get the logic of thinking it's different to be tribalistic and then to be racist. If you are happy to judge him, just hearing his name, whatever you call it, my friend, it's the same. When there is no courage to cross this divide, when there is no faith to look deep inside and stop judging accents and surnames and dressing, this fire we are quenching will only keep burning. Which nation can stand divided? Its people. How can one build on foundations so brittle if we cannot see ourselves in each other? This journey ends here and we're going no farther. For when God made man, he gave him no facial marks. He did not make Bagi, Okun, or Angus. As sure as a black man, he is just like a white man. No culture is older than being human. This is the truth. Until we accept it, our nation will stumble on its broken feet. For the same things can bind us that drive us apart. For the world and the bridge are both in the hearth. <laughs> you know, the first time I heard the Kerenda, this piece, so powerful. Yeah, so powerful describing our nation, Nigeria, and the recent elections, I mean, it's not short of what he has described here. All of a sudden, we all somehow ran into that place, the cocoon of tribe. The way I describe that, or the way I describe it, I beg your pardon, the demon of tribe was called up again. And literally, we could see nation like 
I wouldn't say we could see nation. We could see ourselves not in the nation, but in our tribes. We embrace and exalt the tribe far above the nation. And for a moment, you know, I really asked myself, I'm not going into the political parties and what have you, you know, but looking at looking at how everything played out and the question that we have always asked how did we allow ourselves get to this point i know earlier growing up i've heard stories you know my mom my dad told us stories about the civil war the nigerian civil war you know and when you look at what transpired from the history books from hearsay and from eyewitnesses is like we're still stuck in that time yes the same things that played out we're still stuck there how do we move past this so recently i sat under the tutelage of my mentor sathela derotoy yeah i learned a lot sitting under him and what has happened in two 2023 in our nation Nigeria has affected our emotional state that our energy our collective energy has been so affected that we are drained you see brothers sisters cannot look at themselves in the eyes you know like really look at themselves and relate rather it is through the lens of tribalism so he put together this a uh, class program an emotional intelligence program of reset that's what he called it reset we need to reset as a people he brought couple of his friends and uh, proteges and all to to sh- to share with us and it's clear we need to heal as a nation we need to heal as a people but for the nation to be healed or for the nation to heal the people must heal first the people must heal before the nation can heal you don't just speak to an abstract entity called a nation no but the people who make up a lot has been said about the country nigeria yes a lot has been said about it you know politically spiritually you know and all that and a lot has been invested also you know looking at where we stand as a nation the most populous black nation on earth our population statistically speaking over 200 million people and they say when you count as in globally on any stage the if you count black the first 10 black people before you say 1 2 3 before you get to 10 obviously you're going to find two or more nigerians and you you hear about the things you know about Nigerian professionals in diaspora what they're doing and all that it points to the power the capacity and the competence of the Nigerian mind but for that Nigerian mind to translate into the Nigerian dream or the Nigeria dream we need to heal as a people we need to see ourselves as a people we need to sincerely talk to ourselves yes we need to you know so in course of that he 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 touched on so many things but 
that level of our emotion. You know, there's this energy that drives us. I call it energy in in motion, emotion, emotion, energy in motion. So what drives us as a people fundamentally, it's our emotion. That's what drives us. When you feel angry, when you feel happy, when you're scared, look at it. It is your emotion kicking in. And if you cannot master your emotion and your emotion becomes your master, every action is predicated or premised upon that emotion. So if it is a wrong emotion, the action that follows will be a wrong action. And the end result will be something undesirable. And that is what we are seeing in our nation as a people because we have allowed our emotions to take hold of us and now our actions are predicated on those negative emotions so we need to heal like like it was i mean taught within the class you must you can't deny it we've been living in denial as a people we need to accept it we have embraced our tribes more than our nation or our humanity yes we have we have so first of all to heal we must admit it every each and every one of us including myself we're guilty in some levels because in our country as a people as a nation we have come to believe in a lie what is that lie the lie of tribalism that someone quote and unquote you call your brother it is obvious it is clear is involved or engages in something wrong that we need to condemn openly and dissociate ourselves from it rather because we think it is protecting our interest as a tribe so we cover it and we look the other way and we say he's our brother she's our sister unfortunately it has put us in a very 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 bad situation and now we're all fighting ourselves yes we're all fighting ourselves for i mean we can't see ourselves as one so that is where we should i mean we need to start from admitting admitting that we are we have a problem yes we have a problem and picking it up from there and you know driving that what i call it vehicle of healing you know to the the next point so if we don't accept that then we're going nowhere just like what uh my my friend dicky my friend and brother dicky chukumiri just said in the wall and the bridge we, we go nowhere we stumble on this yes we stumble Another point that was raised, we need to see ourselves as a nation. We're not seeing ourselves as a nation. We're fragmented. We're holding on to that tribal sentiment. So we need to see ourselves as a nation, not denying our differences, but knowing that our strength comes from our differences. The differences here does not... it doesn't negate our unity but seeing that peculiarity 
how diverse we are in our thinking, in our approach, in our processing, in our speaking, in our language, our conceptualizing and moving forward. We must see it. Yes, we must see it. But if we don't see it, just like what happened at the Tower of Babel, when they couldn't understand themselves anymore, building became impossible. No matter how intelligent, gifted, I mean, logical and creative you might be, if the language of building is not there, forget it. You cannot build. The language of building creates this channel for a flow from another dimension, if I must use that, that comes from another dimension and fuses with your dimension, creating this unique blend. Strength is revealed. It is like saying an alloy is formed. Like we say, an alliance, an alloy is formed. Very brittle, very strong connection. We need to admit that. Where do we go from here? How do we propel ourselves forward? How do we take ourselves beyond where we are today? There's a lot of hate. There's a lot of bitterness. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, I don't know the best word to describe it with now, but there's a lot of division. And we're going nowhere. We're going nowhere. You know, we're going nowhere. Not until we admit this and come together and address it. Just like, you know, someone would ask, so how do we get it? How do we get it? How do we get it? But this is how I see it. Just like what Samson said in the book of Judges. He said, out of the eater came something to eat. And out of the strong came something sweet. Out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. We have an opportunity here staring at us looking at us as a people that which has come to consume us has created an opportunity for us to consume it as food that which has brought bitterness amongst us has presented an opportunity for us to get creative and bring out something sweet to quench our thirst but first of all we must admit it we must admit it well Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is what I feel like doing today, speaking to my fellow countrymen in diaspora, home, and abroad. Wherever you are, that the Nigerian blood flows through you, you must accept it. You must accept it. You must accept it. Yes, you must. <laughs> Before I go, there's something I want to do. There's something I want to do. And this is how I want to end this episode. What is that thing that speaks to our humanity as Nigerians? That each time you look at it, you just see this strength, you know, beaming there, looking at us. What is that thing? I see that thing as our national anthem. And that is how I want to end this episode. Arise, O compatriots, Nigeria's call obey to serve our fatherland with love and strength and faith. The labor of our heroes past shall never be in vain to serve with heart and mind 
one nation bound in freedom, peace, and unity. O God of creation, direct our noble cause, guide our leaders right, help our youth the truth to know, in love and honesty to grow, and living just and true. Great lofty heights attain to build a nation where peace and justice shall reign. The nation does not negate our tribes, but when we hold to our tribes, we negate building a nation. Nationhood eludes us, and I hope we can see beyond the lens of tribe and embrace nationhood, just like the rainbow that is born out of white light and gives several beautiful colors that we all admire. We should view our nation from that perspective, the nation that gives out so many beautiful bright colors. I gotta go now. Until I come your way again, bye for now. Awesome time it has been with you on the World Cafe podcast today. Thank you for being there. You can catch me up on my social media handles, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, all at Amakri Isoboye. Also, you can get copies of my books, A Cocktail of Words, The Color of Words, my HR Notebook, and Hawkers Focus on God on Amazon and Roving Heights online bookstores. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel at the same address at Amakri Isoe. I love to hear from you and how this podcast has impacted you. You can leave me a message at my email address, Amakri Garibaldi at gmail.com. That is A-M-A-C-H-R-E-E-G-A-R-I-B-A-L-D-I. Yes, till I come your way again. Bye for now.